Okay. Welcome everyone. Code violation episode three or four. This is Avocados Phil. Um, this is a very special episode. It will be basically entirely me, a little bit of Matt Chris and none of Matt Corey. Um, I will be uh, commentating the Federer-Medvedev match. Uh, my prediction, which is an accurate one, will be Medvedev in three tight sets lasting about 95 minutes. Um, so that will be the amount of editing that Corey has to do. Right now on screen is still Kevin Anderson and Fernando Verdasco, the most boring matchup not involving Nadal. So I guess I'll just um, not be that active until uh, Medvedev starts. There are probably other things I can discuss. It's been a while since episode two. Um, Let's see what's happened. It looks like Nadal is coming to Paris to fight for the number one spot. That will be fruitless. Um, Steph Tsitsipas has abused a ball kid. So that has many people trying to reconcile their love for him with their hatred for Djokovic. I'm just going to jump um, in there for a second. That, that really okay. should be a, a code violation segment. Oh, you don't have your headphones on. Well, I thought I was doing this alone, so I didn't need to. But go on. Hello? Well, Matt seems to have disappeared, but I assume this is still going. Oh, there's Roger on screen. So the maestro is about to take this uh, stage, court. The maestro is making his grand entrance. Fans are applauding. Fans really love him here in Basel. There are some weird signs in support of Federer. Um not seeing any Medvedev signs as of yet. Federer looks very tired. Appears to have no gas left in the tank. Huh. I think some of the signs might be in Swiss German or Swiss or German. I can't understand them all. That's a bit annoying. Oh, I, I guess Matt Chris is, is muted, so I can't hear him. Uh, that's for the best. Matt's kids are usually audible, which is rather annoying. He's got like six kids. They're usually making all sorts of scenes in his household. So if he won't do us the courtesy yeah, of... terrible. Yeah, so if he, if he doesn't do us the courtesy of, you know, storing them away in, a, in some faraway room, then it is a courtesy to mute himself. So I guess it's just me for a little while until he interjects. It's like we're about to get the coin flip soon. Federer usually wins the coin flip, but I have no comment on that one way or the other. Will be interesting if Federer wins the coin flip, whether he elects to serve, given his recent struggles on serve, especially early in matches. Might be wise of him to opt to return to start working his way into the match and not risk an early break.
I don't think it much matters. I, I don't see him having much of a chance in this match anyway. There's the coin flip. Medvedev appears to have won the coin flip. Scenes. Federer is muttering to himself. He just gave the flipper a glare. That was interesting. So Everything's supposed of... to be rigged for him. Yeah, something appears to have gone wrong. So someone's getting fired along with that poor lines person from yesterday who got the death glare from the... 10-time Stefan Edberg Sportsmanship Award winner. I'm rooting for Federer, by the way. I just don't like his chances. Medvedev is canceled. He's said some really objectionable things and, of course, had the coin incident. So we all want Federer to win. Um, so just keep in mind, listeners, that I'm approaching this match from that angle. Federer turned pro in 1998. He's apparently 37 years of age and weighs 85 kilograms. Don't know what that really means since that's not in U.S. units. He's also only 1.8 meters tall. Here's his ranking breakdown. He was ranked 16 at the end of 2016. That's embarrassing. And 6 at the end of 2013. So quite evident he's on the last legs of his career. A good career, though. Very solid and workmanlike. The two players are currently warming up. Federer's backhand looks rusty. He's warming up with two-handed backhand. So that's interesting. We'll see if he uses that during the match. It, it's honestly 100. very good that I have this muted because it would just I be agree. me giggling in the background. <laughs> warming up with a two-handed back. <laughs> it, it was bizarre move. I, I, I don't know if this is some kind of intimidation technique against Medvedev trying to start the mind games early. I don't know if this is a byproduct of frustration <laughs> over the coin flip that didn't go his way. But he, he appears very agitated. He's wearing his jacket. Top. Yeah, he's wearing a jacket. More gamesmanship. Hoping he can get past these these mental roadblocks and, and still come out on top. Medvedev also warming up with a two-handed backhand, which is not interesting as that's his preferred shot. His kit is disgusting. Very fitting of how he looks. He just looks like this ragged bum that should be dressed in disgusting gym clothes. And he's, and he's balder than Federer, also embarrassing. Currently number 65, in, or no, he ended 2017 as 65 in the world, but one of the highly praised um, next-geners that, along with Tsitsipas, is already being slated to win about seven Grand Slams, which is the new benchmark for solid excellence of young players now. But how many Wimbledons? That's the important question. Um, I don't know. Is he a good grass court player? I, I think I've only seen one completed match of his. Um, so so I, don't, I don't know how many Wimbledons. Probably two. 
he did fairly well, as I recall, last year at Eastbourne. Made a tight match for fake Djokovic. Chorich? No, like last year's or Djokovic. Or actual Djokovic. Oh, oh, oh. Last year's Djokovic. Oh, right. Djokovic, that doesn't count. Yeah. All right, so it appears they're about done with the warm-up and getting ready to go. Um, so now there's an Ultima commercial on. I always find um, interesting the um, commercials on Tennis Channel because they're clearly geared at the world's oldest people. I think only Fox News might have um, commercials targeted to, to an older audience. It's pretty much all laxatives, um, old cars, and like insurance for when you're going to die. So I find that kind of funny since I'm on Twitter, you know, seeing all these people who are like 18 to 26 watching Tennis Channel all day. That's a pretty interesting remark by me. Um, all right. We're back. Oh, no, we're back to some highlights of Basel's in past here. Federer's playing Del Potro. A vintage drop shot by Federer. But amazingly, the great moving Del Potro didn't get to. Federer won this match, wearing a lavender shirt, hoisting the beautiful gold Basel Trophy. The Basel I'm Trophy it's made of actual gold, right? It's it's made of actual gold. Um, it's worth more than the winner's check, and it's a pretty nice trophy, um, relatively speaking. Generally, the 500s seem to have this inferiority complex, and they compensate for it with comically big trophies, um, especially with uh, Beijing and the Queen's Cup. So this trophy is too big for a tournament that really isn't consequential at all and, you know, is of marginal importance. But at least, you know, compared to some of these other 500s, it's a reasonable trophy. It's not taller than Diego Schwartzman, which is kind of the benchmark. All right, we're ready to go. All right, we're ready to go. Are we actually synced up here? That's the question. What is synced Roger up? He just mean? waved his hand. Like a, oh, I'm, okay, I'm live. Now. Yeah, I'm live right. as well. He just netted us for so serve. Yeah, okay. Well, so we're more or less in sync. So Federer off to a terrible start. Uh, uh, Federer nets a backhand. We've seen a lot of that this tournament. I reckon we're going to see a lot more over the next 90 minutes. And he's dug himself into an early hole. That's going to be hard to claw his way out of. Medvedev looks focused. With himself already. He's been rightfully disgusted with himself all tournament, it seems. Un understandably, with the lines people making mistakes. Uh, Medvedev pushes a forehand long. That was a routine shot, showing his nerves that the maestro imposes upon younger opponents who grew up fans of his. This is fun. I think this flows a lot better without Corey interrupting things. Federer nets a forehand. He looks terrible. The fans look asleep.
Medvedev caught flat-footed as Federer passes him with a medium pace but well-constructed uh, forehand winner. Vintage Federer, as the commentators are probably saying, with slightly greater enthusiasm than me. He's trying to take a more measured and balanced approach to this match that I hope Federer wins. Federer was an embarrassing double fault to set up a break point. Um, again, I don't want to belabor this point, but I think it's um, it's never good for Federer to be serving first in these matches, and I think Medvedev made a very smart choice winning the rigged coin flip and opting to receive. Breakpoint erased with a vintage ace by the maestro. It looks like he's back in full flight. So once again, as he's been doing all tournament, um, Federer takes a ball that is quite obviously um, floating out and takes it for a volley winner um, to inflate his winner's count instead of letting it just be an unforced error for the opponent, which I think is a sign of good sportsmanship. So Federer, with a little bit of uh, a little bit of danger in that game, facing a break point, but erases them rather easily and applies some scoreboard pressure to the young and intimidated Medvedev early on. One nothing Maestro. Well, 14 minutes have elapsed. Yeah, this is going to be a lot for Corey to edit. It's going to be a rough Sunday for him. He's got nothing better to do. This is really happening. I wonder if people doubted that I would do this. Fools on Twitter. Medvedev off to a quick start on serve. Nice, deep, penetrating serve that uh, sets up the point for him. Federer appears to be pushing, as has been his strategy all tournament. A nervy Federer rushes the net, intimidating young Medvedev into netting a routine backhand. I need to find the right balance between being able to hear the commentators so I can also commentate on them and how they're embarrassing themselves. Ooh, Medvedev pushes a forehand long. A lot of routine misses for the young Russian today. Presumably just working out some nerves. Still rather confident he's going to take this match handily. It's a fault by Medvedev that appeared in. don't really trust these lines, people. Some rather elite pushing on the backhand wing of Federer creates a long rally, culminating in him trying to hit a, a higher pace backhand, which he, of course, netted. 
this. As a reminder to everyone, isn't 2017 Federer, which was the best version of Federer since 2006? It's a little bit weaker on that wing this year. That's right. His backhand um, was better than it had, ever, it had ever been in 2017. Yes. He, Nadal would never beat him again with the revamped yeah. backhand. But it seems to have regressed. Or is that just, are we overanalyzing this? No, it's trash now. Hmm. It's a... It's a major part of the reason that Medvedev is going to quite easily win. Um, so Medvedev, like Federer, or no, not like Federer, Medvedev holds to 30. Um, so he's already established himself as the as the better player in the match. But we'll see if Federer continues to apply the scoreboard pressure to the young racist Russian. Go Federer. I, I think with when you put Russian in there, you don't really need the racist part. <laughs> As a Russian myself, I'm I'm fake offended by that. Okay. Plus, this is a modern Russian, right? <laughs> yes, that's true. Generally, wow. modern modern iterations of any culture are more racist than than past generations. That tends to hold true. Mm -hmm. So Medvedev applying pressure on Federer's serve early again. Really feels like only a matter of time before he cracks. Fetter to 15 all with a rather ordinary service winner. Medvedev's hair is. I, I did want to say, okay, but we'll, wait, we'll wait for the pause here. I'll let your your play by play continue. Thanks. Fetter nets a first serve. His first serve percentage during the tournament stands currently at 38%. And yet he's won all his matches, which tells you all, all you need to know about the strength of his opposition. Okay, go on. Well, what I was going to say is, uh, in the tradition of, of color commentary, you're doing the play-by-play, -play, and what, what I'm going to do is interject every once in a while with banal questions about why Federer is so great. That's a good idea. A majestic oh, approach and that. volley. That's and that, ladies and gentlemen, is why he's called the goat. Why he's the greatest of all time. You simply don't mm -hmm. see that play out of other players on tour. You just don't see people approach so the net and make an easy drop volley. Wow. Sealed with an ace. Federer holds easily, as he tends to do, and we're still on serve on the changeover. Corey's probably going to have to edit a lot of the commercials out. I'm not going to have enough to say during all these. Plus, we also have different commercials. I have the Philadelphia Eagles on my screen. Yeah. Maybe I'll read Ajinkia's tweets for some of the commercial break. Um, so this is, this is our good friend and avid um, fan, Ajinkia. Um... He's one of our favorite follows and a real ally to code violation. Oh, his recent tweet is to me. He said to me, man, you better shut your fuck up.
So that, of course, is a throwback to Medvedev and Tsitsipas in one of their earlier beefs when uh, Medvedev won the match and then appeared to want to challenge Tsitsipas to a fight. What a racist. Like, um, like any good Russian. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's furious that he won the match in, in three sets and wants to go for a good old-fashioned street brawl with some vodka. But Tsitsipas was having none of it. He just walked off the court and and tweeted some philosophy. He probably shot shot an angry glare at a ball kid before he left. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't realize he was so horrible to ball kids until today, so that's an unfortunate discovery. Oh, Verdasco Anderson's back on the screen. That's oh, boring. What? I'd rather see the commercials. So wait, so wait. You, you you don't even have the Federer match? It's split screen right now. Oh, okay. A Federer has a point on Medvedev's serve. This is what the commentators would call a crucial moment in the match. Because mm-hmm. when Federer generates a lead in return games, he nearly always converts the break. Yes. Federer's ball striking does look sharper today, and he's induced two uh, two pathetic errors from the young racist, and it's now love thirty on the racist serve. Yeah, honest, honestly, Medvedev looks quite bad. So yeah, far. not not Guido Pella bad, and certainly not Jan Leonard Struff bad, um, but he looks a little intimidated. But you know, in fairness, you know, much like they credit. Um, Djokovic, when opponents double fall, you really have to credit Federer when Medvedev plays bad because of the mm-hmm. the awe factor that all his opponents face. So Medvedev well, the pressure now that facing, he's on. The, the intense pressure. So Medvedev now facing three break points. We'll see if Federer can actually convert any of them. It's back to his pushing strategy. So he nets the first one. This is looking like a typical Federer on breakpoint scenario. Medvedev finally managed to hit a couple good shots in a row. That helped. Yeah. Excellent one-two combination by Medvedev with a nice serve out wide, setting up the easy forehand winner. And two break points erased for the misogynist from Russia. He hates women too. He throws coins at them. He's really an all-around piece of shit. Yeah. All right, another missed right. first serve, and so the pressure's on at break point. And he double faults the break to Federer. Federer's preferred method of breaking. And Federer takes the early lead. I'm thrilled. Yes. Because you are, of course, cheering for Federer. I'm not trying to root for a racist misogynist. I've got principles. Good. Federer's serving really looks a lot tighter since... um, Really, since like the second set of the, um, what loser did he play yesterday? Uh, I already forgot. 
your anyway, new favorite player is just Simone. Oh, right, Simone, my third favorite. Um, but he's making a lot more first serves now than he was early in the tournament, which is bad news for the rest of the ATP tour because when the maestro is landing his first serves, he's impossible to beat. There was a little fun cat and mouse exchange, as they like to say. Federer, of course, coming out on top. He's always the cat to Medvedev's mouse. And it's 30 love maestro. Mm -hmm. Truly pathetic effort from the young misogynist today. And we might need to start thinking about Kobo's chances. Which are very close to zero. He will be the favorite against Federer. An underdog against Medvedev. But Federer at 40 mm. love, he's holding very comfortably. Medvedev looks terrified and angry and racist. It, it, it looks to be another one of the vintage 45-second service holds that for Federer that uh, pure tennis fans just love watching. There's nothing better well, than what, a... My favorite thing about watching tennis is when there's not very much of it. Me too. That's when what I, can... I prefer. When I can take a bathroom break and know that when I come back, Federer will have held once, if not twice, that's my preferred method of tennis. There's, no, there's I, nothing I, worse of a sport you like than more of it. Yeah, it, frankly, it, it almost disgusts me when, when a rally starts unfolding. Yeah, r rallies are revolting. And, th and then you see the clay court apologists start framing it as point construction. Or my favorite comparison of all time when they compare it to a chess match as though they're thinking like three shots ahead with their forehand to one corner. Come on, fools, well, on to Twitter. Be fair, Federer. Federer is. So. Well, Federer is, but he doesn't need to think three shots ahead because his forehand is so attacking that he only needs to think one shot ahead because that's when the winner comes. Hmm. But, but for grinders like Djokovic and Nadal, you know, they need to understand what's going to happen six to seven shots from now um, so that we can yes. call them offensive baseliners. They are offensive, creative, point-constructing baseliners. Chess-playing warriors. The which more is shots why the better is the goat. Mm -hmm. So the burning question on everyone's mind is, will Roger ever play clay again? Of course, we all hope so. Um, the crowds in Monte Carlo and uh, Madrid and Rome, they really love Roger, and they'd love to have him back at least one more time. Um, so I think I, – I don't know if he'll do it again, but I, I sure hope he does. I, I think he will because he's going to plan a full-season retirement tour. So you'll know he's retiring when he says he's playing clay again. That's true which means it probably won't be next year because he'll need to make sure that he's keeping his body fresh for the 2020 Olympics, which Uniqlo mm. is paying for. Um, so I guess maybe oh. he'll play 2020 clay when he'll be like 44 years old. So that, those should be some interesting, really entertaining matches. Another double fault by the misogynist and gives Federer another look for a double break at Love 30. This match is truly terrible so far. I'm, I'm sorry to the listeners that I, I couldn't live, live broadcast a better match. But Federer just seems to bring out the worst in people. I don't know what it is. Wow. 
Daniil Medvedev is, is clearly looking like the favorite that Matt Zemek said he was in this match. <laughs> Which I confirmed as accurate. Yes. And he Federer breaks at love. Too. Medvedev clearly has his racist eyes um, squarely focused on set two at this point. He's perfectly happy to throw the set away and, and make Federer work to win it in three. I think it's a wise strategy by the evil young Russian. Hmm. But we'll see if so Fed can sort here it is, out. All right. The question here is, do you think, because it, it basically looks like at this point that Medvedev is incapable of hitting the ball in the court, <laughs> do you think this is because of how Federer is playing? Yes. Yes. I mean, did you see that point? Federer served out wide, came into the net, and then volleyed it to the other side of the court for the winner. It's just, it's textbook what it was. You don't, you don't see it's people textbook. play like this anymore. It's textbook. It's unprecedented. The only precedent is previous iterations of Roger. Roger lost yeah. a point and on serve. Off. The nerves are starting to come out for the ancient Swiss. But you have to remember what Stefan Edberg said, is that when you're serving and volleying, you have to be prepared to lose the point every once in a while. You have to commit to the tactic. And look at that. That was that was the 2017 backhand right there. That, that the was winner. a glorious cross-court topspin backhand winner. And he took one of his hands off the racket, which really just adds an aesthetic to it that, you know, especially on a fast court like this, two-handers just don't really work on because this is like a 1972 grass court. Right. Federer with... And Federer as, uh, with two set points. Looks like he'll be wrapping up this set in about the time it takes for Nadal to serve a tennis battle. And there it is. One set in the books for the Maestro. 19 minutes. The crowd is thrilled. There is a small smile of satisfaction on their faces as they give a golf clap in their suits. This tournament is terrific. Do you know they sell out every night? That's amazing, Matt. I wonder how expensive the tickets are in Basel. They're, they're actually very expensive. There was an interview with the, with the tournament director, or the assistant tournament, anyway, some Swiss banker guy. And, and he was saying that that's one of the things about Basel is that the people are richer, and so they charge more money for the tickets. Well, that makes sense. There's a lot of there's a lot of Federer fans there. They tend to be rich and casual. So now I'm scrolling Twitter during the commercials. Okay. Um, the Federer fans that I follow are extremely optimistic. Um, so I see one tweet. This match looks too easy to be true. I'm not buying it. Let's see how the second set starts. Hashtag Federer. Hashtag okay. Federer? Yeah, hashtag Federer. All right. Matt Zemek is getting trolled for his assertion that Medvedev is now the favorite to win Basel. I think that's a cheap shot once the match has started. I mean, at least he had the courage to make his prediction before the match, his correct prediction. And I had the courage to troll him before the match. 
Yeah. But your but your takes are always bad. Yes, well. Fair. Oh, Miffy Tennis tweeting the damage from riding a bike too much. That is a gruesome sight. That is reminiscent of Chung's Australian open foot. Commiserations there, to Mithy. She definitely doesn't listen to this podcast, so if any of you do, tell her that code violation is sympathetic to her wounded foot. We seem to be back on. We're in set two of this Classic. This looks to be an even better match than Federer Simone. Uh, Federer already up on Medvedev's serve. Medvedev yeah. just though hit like four consecutive shots in the short in the in the court. So that was a slight improvement on his set one performance. He appears However, to be hit the fifth one out. Federer with some backhand slices to the midcourt appears to be trying yeah. to lure the opponent to the, the net. But he doesn't need to because Medvedev is just hanging back, hitting medium pace ground strokes around the service box, which Federer can just unload on. Really reminds you of matches that took place between 04 and 07 when unloading on low pace midcourt shots made you uh, look phenomenal. And now it's love 30 on Medvedev's serve. This match is atrocious. I mean, you do have to give Federer credit for continually putting the ball in play. Medvedev wins a point. <laughs> the crowd doesn't appreciate it, but I do. Because the one thing I want more than he Federer barely, to win is just a good match. You know, more than any singular player, I'm a tennis fan. I just want this to be a good competitive match. So far, it's mm -hmm. been anything but. So far, Medvedev has looked like the uh, fodder that Ajinkia described in his poetic essay about Federer, where opponents were mere, uh, help me out here, fodder for amusement at Federer's mystical for, magical um, glory. Oh, now I can't remember. We're going to have to look that one up. We'll get Corey to splice it in after. Yeah. Federer continues to be effective with his pushing, no. and Medvedev again makes a routine error. And Federer with uh, two more break points to really put the match away. This is one of those situations where a commentator would say these are virtual match points. For the maestro because once you're down a set and a break to the maestro it's over the racist curtains another missed first serve the racist shoes are hideous i'll be glad <laughs> if he loses and he double faults another break to the maestro the maestro imposing his will on the young racist and now with a set and a break lead he seems like a lock to make the finals against a qualifier who I'd never heard of until this week. Greatest of all time. <laughs> this also gives an opportunity for you to, to talk briefly about another favorite player of yours, uh, Sa Sasha Zverev, and his, um, his great effort today in losing to that qualifier.
no surprise describe his then. playing style. He's a revolting pusher. You know, one thing I find interesting about Zverev, well, there's nothing I find interesting about Zverev himself, but one thing I find interesting about players um, or fans' reaction to him is that he seems a bit like the Federer fan base's adoptive son. It seems like they've all sort of taken him as the as the heir to Federer's throne and call him Roger's son, whereas Dami is Rafa's son, which fascinates me because Zverev plays nothing like Federer. He stands way back, you know, doesn't take the ball early, especially on the forehand, really just pushes the forehand. He's revolting at net. So I'm curious what they see in him. I do understand the Tsitsipas appeal. He, he plays more like Federer. Yeah, he's like a much limier, hairier, well, not hairier, longer-haired version of Federer. Yeah, more, more hair from the neck up. If you put Tsitsipas's head on Federer's body, you would basically have a mammal. I guess humans are mammals too, right? But you know what I mean. Yes, the hair, yes. the so hair, you, the you hair would still disgusting. have a mammal. Yeah. Federer has currently challenged a call that was the ball that was called out. That was indeed out. So this that's the excitement level that we're reaching in this set. And that linesman just took a huge sigh of relief. He's got his yeah. job for another day. Incredible smash by Federer. And it's 30-15 on the Maestro serve. The crowd is ecstatic. There's some who are smiling. Smiles in Switzerland. Federer is routining the misogynist. All's right in the tennis world. I can't when he when he is missing the serve, it's kind of amazing how much he's missing it by. Oh my God. Uh, so Medvedev just had a sitter with Federer standing at the net and was still unable to put it away. That's the true mark of a but pathetic the, racist. Look at that half volley by Federer. The shoestring volley. Look at that. No other player does that. And no, I, I'm, I don't even know how you did it. I did that yesterday playing tennis and I was, I was so shocked that I had to just sit down for a little bit because I had no idea how it happened. It's incredible. It almost it almost defies physics as the Maestro does. Mm -hmm. So Federer confirms his break, and Medvedev will now look to get on the board, as they say. And um, you know, one would say would that suggest. Medvedev isn't really trying to win anymore. He's just trying not to be humiliated. But being humiliated by Roger isn't the worst thing in the world. Some people rather enjoy it, especially GoFan. It's, uh, I think, you know, as some commentators like to say, it's a free lesson, a free tennis lesson from the greatest of all time. So why wouldn't you take that? I know I would, Matt. You could, you could take a Roger tennis lesson. Roger is currently... <laughs> oh, my God. He's, he's currently giving Medvedev lessons on how to keep the ball in the court but our young misogynist is he's not following this lesson so this match is projected to last 44 minutes medvedev with a service winner will that turn the tides 
I think he's winning at least 50% of the points where he gets the ball in play. <laughs> Vintage Federer. Oh. Oh, I just heard the commentator say he's in full flight. I don't know mm. why Medvedev continues to play it out. He might as well conserve his energy for Paris. But he, but he's a scrappy young Russian, and he, he appears to want to go down fighting. Maybe he'd like to curse at Roger after the match and challenge him to a bit of a fight. Roger would, of course, win. And Federer yes. wastes another break point. It's now 30-40 on the young Russian serve. And uh, we'll get a look at a second break point. Federer's I kid. think Roger is confident. He's confident Medvedev will double fault this one. <laughs> How many of Federer's breaks have been on double faults? Two out of three? At least two. <laughs> There's the break. So yeah, Federer with a 3 nothing lead. Um, this, this looks like a very likely bagel here. Medvedev looks hungover. And he's Russian, so he probably is. They usually are. Yes. And back to car and laxative commercials. I'm going to have to do another one of these for a match that's actually not pathetically embarrassing. But this one, the good thing about this for Corey is that it will be very, very short. There's currently an ad on my TV for the, the Google Pixel Android phone. So I think that we should have your thoughts on Android. On what? Android? Yes. Oh, Androids are shit. Did, did you want me to elaborate? Only if you feel compelled. I never feel compelled to waste my time talking about Androids. Not, not when I'm watching the greatest tennis player of all time put on a master class. It is. I mean, what, what, is, what about this match? Let's go back to talking about how great Federer is. Mm -hmm. What about this match has has made Medvedev um, well basically not hit any balls in the court? What has Federer done to make that happen? Um, well, he's landing more than half of his first serves, which seems to have thrown Medvedev. Right. Medvedev is landing less well, yeah, than half of his second. He's been watching the clips. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Federer misses a first serve. Signs of nerve as he tries to close out the semifinal. More glorious net play from Federer. Roger rushes the net like only Roger can, but Medvedev with a lob winner. Shades of Andy Murray. Mm -hmm. Federer was too lazy to chase it down. Not very sportsmanlike. But I hope he wins. Yes. Another missed first serve. And that, that appeared to be out, so Federer really seems to be crumbling under the weight of a potential 18th final in Basel. It was indeed it out. It be a challenge. Uh, yes, that was... I don't know what he was doing with that serve. Was that called in? These lines people, man. I think so. At least they're doing the job the way the coin flipper couldn't. 
more net rushing Federer. Federer. Volley. <laughs> Much poorer lob by Andy Murray. Uh, so, so Federer, in a weird point, gets on the board as <laughs> as Medvedev did something. I'm not quite sure how to describe it, but I guess it was technically a tennis shot that landed just a bit wide. Federer's he, first serve has abandoned. Flailed at it. <laughs> it was yeah, just a, Medvedev flailed at it with a vicious hacking motion. We might call it f- flailing like a machete. Flailing is too kind because that word gets thrown around. Like Kyrios flails at the ball. This was just, this was something else. Medvedev misses another routine. Working the angles. And it's 30 all, 34 minutes into this classic. 10 years from now, this will be on Tennis Channel and Tennis Channel Classics. The great maestro Mm -hmm. putting on clinics at age 37. And if we're lucky, it will feature this commentary. My commentary is probably the most interesting part of this match. Yeah. Not to sound arrogant. Oh, and Federer nets a routine forehand, setting up a break point for the young misogynist that could really flip this match on its head. We'll see how he responds Mm -hmm. to the pressure. This is what separates champions from racists. Roger here will, no doubt, make one of those vintage first serve ace slash winners. Look at that. I think it's in his DNA. It's just the champion mindset. When you're facing a break point, oh, he missed it. Oh, it was it was actually very out. That was another yeah. great call from the, the Lions people. <laughs> and Medvedev. Coming in and netted. Once again, intimidated by Ro- Roger's incredibly overwhelming net rushing, nets a routine backhand. And we are, as they tend to say on the first deuce of the game, back to deuce. Maestro in his disgusting pink kit serves and erases the break point and goes up an advantage, ready to take a four-love lead. Do people say love in the game score, too? I think they do, right? I believe so. Just not in the tiebreaker. There is no love in the tiebreaker. Interesting. I'd like to know more about that. Ernest Gildas the other day. Interesting. It's not that interesting, but it's more interesting than this match. And we're back to Deuce again. Yeah, Medvedev just made the the shot that he should have made on breakpoint. Yeah, it appears Medvedev's vicious hangover might be wearing off, and he's only a little bit hungover now. Um, So we'll see if that... Well, when he took that machete hack at the ball there, maybe he... (laughs) Coughed up some phlegm or something, and <laughs> oh, and Medvedev nets another forehand. I mean, surely he's been—he probably like in between sets went out to chain smoke two or three cigarettes. Yeah, or maybe or maybe drink a bit more—a little hair of the dog theory, a couple shots of vodka to stabilize himself. Uh, Federer can't. Another miss for serve. Another miss for serve for the maestro, feeling the pressure. 37 minutes young into this match. Oh, there. Vintage. And a beautiful volley winner to confirm the second break for the maestro. And he's out to a four love lead, full flight. Wow. And And the gifts on Twitter 
of Federer's shot making are rolling in. Wow. Oh, we've got slow motion hair bob and fist pump here. <laughs> Matt Zemek doubling down, saying strong performance from the underdog today. I agree. Yes, especially against this kind of pressure as Medvedev misses a first serve by five feet. Federer with an incredible oh. backhand pass. That's a yep-yep shot. Lord to the net. Would you like to explain the yep-yep shot for our, for our audience? I would love to. So, um, okay. circling back, so I don't know if I've ever mentioned him on this podcast before, but Ajinkia, um, one of our favorite listeners, um, pretty, he's a big Federer fan, um, always has been. And, uh, one time he was live tweeting a match and, um, we saw, oh, I wonder if I can find it, but I bet he deleted the tweet, the coward. <laughs> let me, let me see if I can find it. Hang tight. Folks. Honestly, if you search for it. Ajinkia and Yep Yep. That's exactly that's exactly what I'm doing. Ajinkia VR Yep Yep. <laughs> the problem is there are so many results because now I tweet it so much. That's <laughs> <laughs> just you. <laughs> um, all right, I'm gonna have to get more specific. Yep Yep Pass. Ah, here it is. Old man serve okay, great. January 24th, 18, back when Federer was winning the Australian Open. Yep, yep. The slice into the midcourt again. You can almost feel the pass coming the shot after. So, so that's the way Federer plays. It's, it's chess. It's looking two shots ahead. He lures the opponent in and then passes him with a vintage one-handed backhand. Yeah, That's my favorite tweet ever. Um, I'm about to retweet it. To do so, first I'll have to undo the retweet. And retweeted. Um, so listeners, this is currently the most current tweet on my timeline. Although by the time Excellent. you listen to this, it won't be. I'll retweet it again. Yeah. And you know what I'll do? I'll quote tweet it and pin it. So while, while this was going on, Medvedev actually had, he's now had two consecutive games with game points. And he is now 0 for, is it 3? Let's say 0 for 3 on those game points with some ill-advised net rushing. Yeah, he's an idiot. He's just a complete idiot. He's got one more point here to avoid the bagel. Uh, Federer goes for an aggressive return and misses it. It's almost as though Federer feels confident in his win to actually go for high-paced shots. A refreshing change from the uncharacteristic pushing we've seen for the past six months from the maestro. But he did challenge that, obviously, out ball. So <laughs> he did? That was good. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Now he's angrily taking it was confirmed a drink. Out. Now he's angrily taking a drink of his weird pink water. Don't really trust what's in there, but I'm not implying anything. It actually is a thing, this one, because back in the day when Federer was unable to beat Nadal at all, um, they would always suggest, well, Nadal is always hitting that serve to the ad court 
wide. So why wouldn't Roger just step around and hit a forehand? And so then, I'm, you know, in watching old matches for fun, I would see him every once in a while trying to do that, and the result would be what just happened there. Or into the net, or he just, he's actually just not very good at that shot. And I know it's sacrilege to say he's not good at something, but he appears to be not good at that particular shot. He's not good at getting his wife pregnant with only one child. But I assume you mean on the court, which is a fair point. Well, no, I, I'm, I really think anything. I mean, I, you know, if, if we said, Roger, could you just, could you perform some routine algebra for us? I think he, he'd do that with aplomb. I guess so. He's also great at not going to Saudi Arabia to play exhibition tournaments after a journalist was sawed apart with a bone saw. So he's got that going for him compared to the two credit contemporary all-time greats. What's that? Credit, credit to Roger for that. Yeah, yeah. He said, um, you know, the location of my second home is, is one thing, but, but I'm not going to play for King Salman. Um, so, so that's a pretty big Twitter controversy. Um, it seems like most of Novak and Rafa's fans are opposed to them going to Saudi Arabia and still hope that they'll pull out. And there's still time, um, but we'll see what happens there. That's going to be interesting if they decide to play. Medvedev, another routine miss. And uh, Federer, 15-all, 4-1. On the, on the brink of uh, his 18th straight semifinal victory in this illustrious tournament. I think that's, on, that's almost... Incredible serve volley by Federer to go up 35 Wow. I've got chills. The volleying in this match has been, um, what's that cliche? Right out of the top drawer. Top I, drawer? I would shudder to think. Yeah, I would shudder to think what bottom drawer volleying would look like. But well, I, I, unfortunately, I thought, with Rogers playing, we, we won't have to see it. I, I thought it was just top shelf. I've never heard of the top drawer. Is that where they store good things oh, in it, Canada? I mean, the drawer. No, is the, the, I'm pretty sure that's a pretty sure that's a UK expression, and that's the, the tennis TV commentators. But what do people put UK in top slash South Africa? But what do people put in top drawers that's better than bottom drawers? Top shelf is an allusion to liquor, where they put the best liquors up top. Drawers, you just put your well, at least undergarments in your drawers. You put your best your best panties in your top drawer. It makes no sense. Isn't that where you hide the gun? <laughs> I I don't know. I'm a I'm a terrible American in that I'm an anti-gun, non-gun owner. I don't know. I I was thinking like the, you know, like the uh, the bureau drawer, you know, what's in the top? It's like locked in there. You have to I get, pack I get it open with a letter opener or something. I'm going to google it now cuz it's more interesting than this shit match. Top drawer. Top drawer soccer is the first hit on Google. Top drawer custom cabinetry. That's a that's a clever name for a cabinetry shop. Of that cliche, you would think cabinetry makers would be a little bit more creative than that. Top drawer definition and meaning. Here we go. Okay. If you describe someone or something as top drawer, you are saying, often in a humorous way, that they have a high social standing, or are of very good quality. 
So that is pretty much what you did, except for the humor. And then some examples. Mm. Um, oh, no, these are just the different definitions as adjectives and nouns. Example sentences. The players were top drawer. So that's a very helpful example sentence in that without any definition or context, you can understand from that sentence what it means. The players were top drawer. Like, for example, Medvedev today is top drawer. What an idiot. Yes. The fans will see what a top drawer player he is. Again, true today, the Basel fans are He's seeing how top drawer feeling. Medvedev is. He is maturing into a top drawer player. Now, that one works because there is an implication that if you are maturing into something, that it's better than before you matured. All right, that's enough of that. But we still don't have the, the origin of the Yeah, that's true. But I've had enough. There's a masterclass on. So Medvedev up 30 love on his serve and made a volley. Yeah. So this is looking to turn the tides a little bit. Medvedev lands a first serve and approaches the net where he promptly nets a ball. I'm a little bit concerned for Federer, who I want to win the oh. tournament, that this match might not exactly play him into form for his final against the highly dangerous, what's his name? What the fuck Mario's was that forehand? Cookie. Pardon my language, listeners. What the fuck? That wasn't even on a weird, difficult position. That was, this guy that was called a, a Nick Kyrgios. This guy makes Nick Kyrgios looks like look like a technically sound top drawer player. This guy should just play doubles with Guido Pea in exhibitions for the rest of his career. I hope he approaches the net. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's better than these forehands long. So the maestro with a yeah, virtual championship point here. Um, he does still the maestro that is still appear to be yeah, sweating. Looked, yeah, he he's looked grossly old for the past Even. couple months. So here we go, match point, de facto championship point. The young Russian misses a first serve. An attempt at serve and volley, beautiful, because that's worked out so well. And Short Federer slice. chokes on break point, as he's made an entire career out of. It's going to extend the match and make Federer work even more. He would have won. I think he would have won. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but he would have won 70% of his matches against Nadal if right. he could convert break points, right? At minimum. Yeah. If he were as top drawer on break points... As on regular points, 70 to 80%. So Federer misses, and he appears very grumpy. Oh, he once again swats at the ball, as he's been doing all tournament. I'm rooting for uh, Roger to win the Sportsmanship Award, so I'm a bit concerned about how this tournament will reflect on him. Uh, but I think he'll turn things around in the O2. <laughs> Federer touches the line to get back to deuce. Torturing the young Russian. Oh, inside the line. An accidental winner. Only he can do that. Yeah. 
and a good service winner to set up another game point. First serve. And he's really making Federer earn this. Another fault on advantage. Medvedev, that ball looked in, but I'm not saying anything. <laughs> a routine miss by the Russian, and we are back to our seventh deuce in this game at 1-5 in the second. Why is Federer sweating so much? Gross. This game, this game brought to you by no ad scoring. Certainly an argument for it. I mean, on the contrary, Medvedev is a bit of an example for tennis not being a sport. So maybe we shouldn't use this as an example for what the rules of tennis should or shouldn't be and just let them be for a little while. I suppose on one episode we'll have to talk about Wimbledon's new tiebreak rule about which there's really nothing interesting to say, but everyone seems to have an opinion. Yeah, I don't know. Yes, yes. Was that a double Medvedev fault? seems to have forgotten that it was an advantage Federer, and so he laid down a double fall, his 18th wow. of the match. <laughs> I'm currently enjoying the fact that Medvedev is standing <laughs> in front of a Chiquito Bananas sign. It's it's likely distracting him. Medvedev accidentally touches the line. And oh. Federer nets a routine backhand. Advantage Medvedev once again. We'll see if he can land a first serve. He's going for that glorious, glorious oiled painting of a one And the burning question as everyone watches this match is can Medvedev push it past the one hour mark? potentially tiring Roger for the final. I don't I don't think there's any chance of that. I don't know why Federer is being so relentless in this return game. Roger really likes to win on his own serve. It's more it's more classy way to win. But maybe he just wants to get off the court quickly yes. and and rest up for his match with um with whoever that guy in the final is. A qualifier who's never won an ATP title in his life. <laughs> he barely won an ATP yeah, match sucks. this year. Better than Medvedev, though. Oh, much, much better, better than Zverev. And forehand out four. So this game has lasted longer than the first set, but it hasn't been remotely entertaining. It's just been routine miss after routine miss with an occasional double fault. There's another fault. No, th this game is this game is boring and terrible in a different way than the match itself. Medvedev holds. It's two five, oh, and my. let's not. Once again, Federer going for that uh, run around backhand or run around. I think he did the forehand. Yeah, I think he decided he was tired of this return it. game. Returning isn't isn't classy, and he's ready to serve this out to love. So Tennis Channel has Good. shifted to the Good. shockingly more interesting match of Kevin Anderson playing Verdasco on a hard court, and it's old and it's over. Verdasco with a frigid handshake. Verdasco never appears oh. to be happy or nice ever. 
Yeah, that's really more his speed. I mean, to be, to be fair, he's doing that at least 25% of the time. He is, so. he is just a little mountain that's, of that's muscles. That's a fair bit of happiness. And that's why he's a dirt baller. Mm-hmm. So the final in Vienna, the, the better of the two 500s apparently, will be Nishikori, who's on a surge against Anderson. I'm personally thrilled about this because they'll both have played a lot of tennis coming into Paris in the O2, um, where I'm obviously focusing on hoping that Novak will win those tournaments and hoping that his main competition will be um, completely exhausted and have no gas in the tank. So it's looking good. Federer will obviously withdraw from Paris, um, leaving a difficult draw for Novak on paper, but nothing unmanageable. He will get to continue his 2018 revenge tour by playing Tsitsipas in round um, round three. I expect a demolition there, three and two, Djokovic. I've been I've been watching That's a little a bit prediction. more of Tsitsipas ever since everyone's been hyping him up so much, and he's very good. But there's no reason that Djokovic should lose a set off him. If he's at his level, Medvedev with an accidental winner. Yeah, so Fe- Federer again feeling feeling the enormity of this game. Down love fifteen. The weight of the occasion. The weight of the he misses occasion. first serve. He's he's unraveling before our eyes. Just like his cheap Uniqlo kit. About the sweating. The sweating is probably caused by his cheap fabric that he's wearing. Can't help but wonder how the second half of the season would have gone if he stuck with Nike. But money talks, even to the maestro. Well, they, as you said, they're they are paying for the for the twenty twenty Olympics. Not and not just for Federer. They're they're literally paying. Oh, are they, are they an actual sponsor? Oh. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. So Federer down love thirty and a second serve coming. Oh wait, what happened there? Oh. Mm-hmm. It's difficult to follow tennis matches with it muted. Roger looks upset. At that left. And Federer with a hilarious double ball. Setting up three double. break so points it's now 40. for the racist. The racist looks locked in and hung over, ready to make this a slightly longer demolition. <laughs> He's ready to continue the match. And Medvedev with a return winner to break to love. Time will tell. You have to wonder if he came on the court playing like this, if we'd have an interesting match. But alas, you can't account for the awe factor. And so now Medvedev will serve at 3-5, only down one break. Um, as I predicted, and Matt didn't, the match will last longer than one hour. The only joy I take in this is that there's more editing for Corey to do. Here, Yeah, and this keeps going on, and here I am. You're always wrong. Wrong, wrong on air. Although, I suppose, I suppose Federer could. Actually, I'm not wrong. Federer's yet. not breaking Federer could minutes. break to love. I'll be In I'll a be a bit surprised if Federer even wins this set. 
Federer back in pushing mode. He knows he knows what he needs to do. Oh, Medvedev. Yeah. And Medvedev again approaches Slice. the net only to uh, net a half volley. I guess he thinks that strategy has been so ineffective so far that maybe he's due. Maybe that's it. That, that's what you do, right? If something's not working, you maybe that. Maybe he just looks at his sneakers and feels embarrassed to be on the court. Whatever it is, it's fifteen all, and he's fighting hard. Our young Russian got some coins in his pocket, ready to throw. <laughs> Medvedev just misses the doubles alley for the first serve. <laughs> And spins a 62-mile-an-hour second serve. I think he was trying to hit Federer. And Medvedev up 30-15 on a string of lucky shots. Oh, a young girl in the crowd looks nervous. He hit that backhand right up the line. I think she's just, yeah. She probably heard something that Medvedev yeah. said about women. But Medvedev has just been so wondering about women the entire match. and Medvedev. Promptly double faults to 30-all. And a double fault. So both players now feeling the weight of the occasion, playing atrociously. This match is even worse than yesterday's, which I didn't think humanly possible. But here we are, another uh, missed first serve. 59 minutes into the yes. match. This game is really an, it's an encapsulation of the, uh, the quality that we have seen from both men yes. throughout. resounding. Federer with a vintage backhand winner to set up champions, and he sets up All another vintage de facto championship point against the hungry young Russian. Stupid, bald, disgusting, racist challenger player. He looks to have negative body fat. So Medvedev, again, body. stupidly net rushes, but Federer... Chokes under the weight of another break point and nets a backhand. And we are back to deuce for our first deuce. That's because I guess Roger, he, he didn't want the match to end in under an hour. And there was the chance. And it's advantage it's Medvedev. <sighs> and we are one point away from this being a mere one break set. Medvedev serves and volleys again. And Federer misses a routine pass. Another horrible net approach. And Roger misses the so, easy pass. And Federer suddenly is rattled. Federer looks... Anyway. He looks exactly like he's looked for the rest of the tournament all of a sudden. So I apparently playing less than completely horribly yeah. is a good strategy. You have to rate him still better. the slight favorite to come away the winner of this match, but it is hard to envision him winning the championship playing like this against against um that opponent. Copiel, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's there waiting, licking his chops to, to pick on Federer's backhand. I mean, can you imagine? One thing I, we have noticed about Copiel is that he has a one-handed backhand. So can you just imagine the rally? It's going to be art. Backhand if you could backhand. frame a tennis match 
and it couldn't be Federer Tsitsipas. You would put a frame around Federer and, and, and that opponent and try to hang it on a wall. So Federer ready to try to serve out the championship. Yeah. That is I mean, technically I... the semifinal. He looks nervous and sweaty, and it appears that his shirt is coming undone. The fetter, but the maestro, no stranger to adversity. It's clinging to him in places and, Roger Federer, and falling apart. I mean, well. Robert Fetter in the stands looking, looking quite nervous. And here we go for the match, 62 minutes in. Okay. Medvedev with a return winner? It's passed. Return winner. It, it caught the line. Yeah, yeah. So that was, Federer that serves was in volleys, and he pays the price. The Russian has learned to pass. It only took an hour. Well, he was getting a lesson, and now he's finally picking up on the tips. Federer, did he miss that? No, we're challenging. Ball was we're in. not challenging. It, it was in. I don't regardless. think it was really but in. We're going to... Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And the Swiss Hawkeye, again, doesn't fail to disappoint. 15 all. What a bullshit Hawkeye. That was out by six inches. Federer served like a five ball. It's yeah. also a, it was a very missed shot. Federer. But apparently that's, oh, it, the ball oh, was called oh, out, so they poor, replayed the point. But Federer just won. Oh, poor Federer. Routine, one, two. But nevertheless, he wins the point, and it's 15 all. Federer three points away from the championship trophy. Vintage ace, 30-15 by the maestro. And you can sense he's going into lockdown mode. He can taste the trophy. Right that down serve we've seen so many times. He probably could do it when he's 80 years you know, sometimes old. Sometimes I think he could spot a dime on the court and Federer could hit it with his first serve. Federer with two championship points now. We should try. We've seen this before. Let's ask See him. if he can avoid choking it against the hungover Russian. Here we go. I agree. I think he should serve in volley. Pathetic miss on the first serve out by about six feet. And Federer pushes a backhand long and one championship point erased by the drunk. Better inspects the balls. Some of the balls are Gets not to the maestro's liking. Is looking they're currently being sent to be burned. He's looking for the ace out wide here to win it. And Federer with the win on a Medvedev netted backhand. There we go. A fitting end to a fittingly poor match. Warm handshake between the two gentlemen. Which apparently is rare for a Medvedev match. So that's. Well, it's Federer. You generally give That's Federer something. nice handshakes, and Federer generally gives nice handshakes back when he wins. When he wins, the crowd is the crowd is immensely Roger satisfied. The crowd. Slow, methodical clapping, and Fe Federer Copel final. So that's 
And Medvedev waves waves to the crowd, Medvedev, and he's he's quite happy with the crowd because he looks up and almost yeah, the entire yeah, stadium yeah. is white people. Yeah, so. what white people in suits. No wonder he did so well here. You know, he thrives on that. But once you ru- once you run into the whitest and most Aryan person on tour, you know, your luck's going to run out. But you know, he walked away from this tournament with probably you know two hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> so. He can't be too disappointed. $250,000 and a free tennis lesson. And uh, that's the match. We got some stats here. Federer served at 55%, which is a slight improvement on his tournament stats. He will probably have to do better than that tomorrow against Copil, who is averaging 20. The reality is, he probably won't need to do any better against Copil. But we'll see. That's why they play the matches. So it's uh twelve forty five now. We've been we've been doing this for um an hour and seventeen minutes for this podcast that was supposed to be me, but was me and Matt the whole time. Um we, so we look forward to hearing your feedback on, on how it is without yeah. Matt Corey and we'll see if this becomes a a permanent change. But in the meantime, I, I guess that's it. Anything else to talk about? I'm sure Matt Corey is gonna be Okay. Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, um, thanks very much to Matt for the fine editing work that he's going to be doing on this. Thanks, Matt. Well, really? He's You're just going to let it run. Third best, but you know, all right. So, so what do we have to do? Usually Corey gives me instructions on how not to erase the whole podcast. So, so what do we I'm have to gonna, do? Usually okay, Corey gives the, me the instructions the, on how not to erase the whole podcast.